0: Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News, coming to you on this Monday, August 14th, 2023. We've got the Mentel All episode tonight, charity season. We'll get the full preview of what to expect on that, plus some updates on the Maui Wildfire Relief happening, and so much more to go into in the entertainment world. We're going to get to all of it right now on this—oh, boy, it's Motivational Monday— and it's Bachelor Rush Hour. (gasps) All right, why don't we do this? Why don't we start with some Bachelor news, then we'll get into Vanderpump, Uh, we have some wrestling content, and then we'll talk about the Maui... Uh, wildfire relief funds that are out there of course uh kind of hesitant to talk about this last week because there was still so much uh in the moment happening rescue and now as the dust settles on this tragic event the worst wildfire in 100 years in our country as this dust settles we're going to talk a lot about the cleanup the fundraising the humanity and the coming together, which you hate for there to be such a tragic event to bring people together, but it really does start to show the humanity that can exist in all of us in times of need and... We'll talk a little bit about that in a moment, but let's cut the music here and go for, to our first story. Let's jump right into Bachelorette previews. I've got a preview video to watch the full thing, go to the YouTube channel, but here are a few clips of what to expect on tonight's episode of the men tell all of Bachelorette. Here tonight, Hello. is there anything you'd like to say to
1: him? Um, I will be honest. I did not like how you decided to navigate um, our relationship and our connection on the show. I feel like I was my 100% authentic self to you.
0: She's talking to Brayden.
1: The whole time, I don't think I ever put on for anybody in this house.
0: From the very beginning, I wasn't sure if the environment was the best environment for me. But the only thing that like I
2: took out of it was the fact that I really liked you. There was that spark that you know you want when you meet someone. I would just like go right to the points. Like if you weren't there for an engagement, like why were you there? Oh, you're saying that I was the one who couldn't get to the place of like potentially getting engaged. You couldn't even get her to go meet your family because you were scared about that. Your doubts about her—that's right. the difference. It wasn't. It was about getting down on a knee in the end. Even Running when I back. left, even when I left, what I told her is I said, you know what? I really liked you. I wish you the best with this process, and if you—if it doesn't work out, you're I telling laughing. her you really like her, but on the backside, you're like she's being fake. You're calling charity fake.
0: All right, so we're going to get into his response. That'll be one of the more heated conversations from tonight's episode. But here's a surprise guest that we're going to have Jesse, let us know who can we expect tonight on the Mentel All? Your first ever Golden Bachelor, Gary. The, the men are chanting Gary. It's kind of like Jerry. I remember Jerry Springer. Everyone would say, Jerry. Now now it's Gary.
3: How the
0: heck have you been doing these past couple of weeks? It's a whirlwind the last couple of weeks. I mean,
1: I feel like the last ingredient going into the blender for a smoothie and your <laughs> finger's right on the button to start it. So listen, in all seriousness though, tell us what you're hoping to find throughout this experience. Having been married for many years and being happily married, I know that I'm not going to find the same thing. I'm open to finding the new love, the new love life. At this point, I don't know what that is, but I'm hoping I see it.
0: That's Gary, and we're going to hear more from him tonight on Charity's episode of Men Tell All. And hey, today's Bachelor Rush Hour podcast is sponsored solely by Microdose Gummies, an incredible entry-level dose of THC that helps you feel just the right amount of good. Let me tell you something about microdosing gummies. I um, I had my championship baseball game over the weekend. I know. I'm old. I still play baseball. It redlines my body. My joints are asked to do things they shouldn't do. Uh, even just bending over hurts the day after I play baseball. It can really I roll out my back, everything's stiff. Well, you know what I do? At night, I take a microdose gummy. A little bit of THC for like a body high. It really helps. I mean, I'm not going to get into all the studies of people that went off of painkillers and got into microdosing, but there's very, I mean, to have one of these, you know, at the end of the evening to unwind has been a real blessing for me. And uh, if you haven't experienced that, I, I encourage you to check it out. Microdosing is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code rush hour to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description. Again, that's microdose.com, code rush hour. We lost the championship game, but I can tell you that uh, my back feels okay. And I think when anyone's playing sports um, after their 20s, in their 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever it is, you know, you'll never be as good as you once were athletically, but just getting out there and having fun and minimizing the pain in recovery is always a good thing and i'm doing that with microdose okay so let's play one more clip from the bachelorette mental all preview and then we'll go to maddie pruitt what's a what's a monday without a nice maddie pruitt story here's um let's see here what do we want to play next here is a charity grilling i, th- I believe xavier
2: you're telling her you really like her but on the backside you're like she's being fake I have to be smart, I have to play a game, I gotta manipulate everything. Yeah, so wait, honestly, he signed up for the wrong show. He said,
0: I don't believe anything she's saying. I feel
1: like I was my 100% authentic self to you the whole time. This is too late right now, like, saying I love you is not gonna turn around the situation. You said what you said.
0: I said I love you prior to that. No, uh, you did not. Oh shoot, he says, I said I loved you and she said, no, you didn't. So anyway, we're going to have to see how that all plays out. Our final trailer for tonight's episode introduces the original Bachelorettes.
1: Please welcome former Bachelorettes,
0: Krista Sutter, Desiree Siegfried, and Deanna Poppett. Okay. Like
1: fantastic. How cool is this, by the way, to have understand. them here? I'm like trying to keep it cool right now Aww. because these are like, no, for real. These are like, OGs. Oh, how do you think mm.
0: she's been handling everything as the Bachelorette? By the way, I don't know if people i don't know if older ladies want to be called ogs because it means they old on a journey to find. You're love. doing incredible. Oh my God, incredible. incredible. You're so great. Girl. You. you really are just so classy. You know how to communicate your feelings. You're able to give us insight into what you're thinking thank and what you're feeling, yeah. and I think it's really beautiful and thank it's you. fun to watch. Thank it's to watch. it's
1: that emotional maturity, and we all I love appreciate I love it. it, girl. You're doing a great thank job. You. So cool having former bachelorettes come back and support our current bachelorette. It's something that's really empowering. It's really. It's a tight group of people. It is. We are each other's biggest supporters.
0: Yep, Charity's now in the group chat. That's right, the Bachelorettes all have a group chat. Uh, I don't know how that works, but there's some sort of union that happens when you're all on The Bachelorette. And speaking of unions, let's go to a non-Bachelor story. CM Punk, he's a wrestler, supports striking actors and wears a Screen Actors Guild shirt to the ring. AEW star CM Punk showed big-time support for the striking actors rocking a Screen Actors Guild t-shirt to the ring on AEW Collision over the weekend. Punk shirt read sag after on strike. The Screen Actors Guild, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, is an American labor union representing 150,000 people working in the entertainment industry, including actors from Tom Hanks to Bit Actors to Dave Neal. They've been on strike since July 14th. After making the in-ring statement, CM Punk government named Phil Brooks has been receiving some hate online. Someone commented, you have become what you hate Although I am still a fan in his response, I have become what I hate a guild union member who stands in solidarity with fellow members fighting for what's right, bitch. I have become what I love. That was his response. He has become what he loves and good on him. And he's not the only wrestler showing solidarity with the strike. In addition to the actors who are seeking increased residuals and rules dictating how artificial intelligence is used within the industry, writers are also on strike. And here is WWE superstar Seth Rollins recently professing his support during a conversation TMZ had with him at LAX friend. Hello again. Hello again, man. It's good to see you. Good to see you. Hey, a lot of people are saying with this writer's strike and actor's strike that a lot more people are tuning into stuff like wrestling and, you know, (laughs) honestly, reality TV and all the stuff that, you know, we can get without the writers and the actors. Yeah, yeah. Do do you think that's maybe a silver lining of it that we're going to get, you know, more interest in your sport? Uh, I mean, silver lining for us, I suppose. You know, I know it's a difficult
1: time for the actors and the writers. Um, I believe they're doing the right thing. for what they deserve. I stand by them. But it is a fortunate part of not being part of a union that we are
0: able to still perform and for our audiences and people who uh, may not be familiar. Now they get an opportunity to tune in and see what we're all about. That's totally right because when there's a lack of other stuff, you focus on what you got. And yeah. you guys with your UFC deal, you yeah. like, I think WWE has never been bigger and better and in, in a better position
1: yeah I mean we've uh, we've never been hotter business is the biggest it's ever been um, the talent
0: across the board is the best it's ever been the business is hot right now we're we're in a boom. I think when we look back on it, so, it's going to be a... So he's talking about the fact that he's supporting the union strike, even though wrestlers aren't in a union, which of course has been horrible for wrestlers. They've had to fight to not you know, be exploited. They're considered like freelance workers in a lot of cases. So they have to take care of their own medical and health issues, which is ridiculous considering they're th- putting their bodies on the line in this gladiator form of entertainment for, uh, for us common folk. So very cool that... To see that they still understand the importance and strength of a union. All right. I've got Maddie Pruitt giving us some dating advice right after a quick word from our sponsors. All right. We're back and we've got Maddie Pruitt giving some advice for young folks out there in the dating world. She says, clarity is kindness. Have a listen.
2: If a guy asks me on, say we're on our second or third date, and he still hasn't led with clarity, which at that point I'm probably like, I'm not really that interested if you're not being clear with me, hey, I want to pursue you, I want to be intentional, I could see this like leading into like a future. Yeah. I, I would say at that point, if he hasn't led with clarity and I am interested, I would have no problem being like, hey, like, hey, dude, like, where, where's your head at in yeah. this? Because I don't want to waste my time.
1: There are dudes that are a little bit clueless. Like, yeah. I'm not I mean, maybe they're brilliant in the classroom. Maybe they're brilliant at work. I'm not trying to take a jab at their intellect. <laughs> Just sometimes socially and emotionally, they're clueless. And so they don't even realize that they're leading someone on and girls and uh, young women do this as well but it's just like if somebody's clueless and someone has questions i don't ever mind somebody asking the questions for clarity
0: yeah. if a guy All right. Clarity is kindness. She says, I love the comments when they talk about this because someone commented, love clarity, but I've seen this type of stuff deter Christian guys from asking girls out because they feel like they can only ask a girl out if they are confident it could be their future wife. Guys don't need to know things are heading to a very serious relationship on date two. Let's lower the pressure and allow brothers and sisters in Christ to get to know each other without all the pressure. Now I made an 18 minute long version of this video where I got not, not political at all because I I didn't think that was bad advice by uh, Maddie whatsoever if you're someone who's looking to date seriously but also like you know sometimes the best Dating scenarios are when you don't put pressure on each other early on. Uh, But again, if it's not the second or third date, maybe it's the ninth or 10th. It's different for everybody. Maybe you want to have some fun and casually date with multiple people to find out which one is the one who is for you. I'm okay with that. Uh, But in a rare moment of Maddie Pruitt content, I almost agree with her here. Now, she was being interviewed by this guy whose, um, his name is Jonathan, I'm going to mispronounce his last name, Podluca. I'm probably not even close with it here. Uh, but he has been under fire this year for some of his advice to others in his sermons. He's the lead pastor in Maddie's church. And in the actual video that I made covering them, he uh, he kind of like Railroaded the conversation. He didn't let her speak. He was interrupting her. He did it in the nicest, kindest way, but you can really see good speakers, the techniques they use to elicit their point. He gets very soft as he talks, and then he ramps it up to really make his point. And it's like, look, hey, you see that in stand up. You see that with presidential debates and pastors. He's good at what he does, which is speaking. But he got himself into trouble here, as he kind of um, had to apologize for the way he spoke about a lady in this clip. Have a listen.
1: When Monica and I got married, 18 years ago, we lived in her moved into her little apartment, and she went out of town for a weekend to see a friend, and. I had a friend coming through town from college, a buddy from college. And so he says, hey, do you want to grab dinner? And so he and I went to dinner. We're catching up over chips and queso, having a great time. And this woman walked up to us, and and she was perfect, physically beautiful. Everything was in the right place. And she turns to me and says, can I buy you a drink? And I say, oh, I'm married. Like that. And she says, well, is she here? Because I don't care. And I hardly know any Bible, but I know Proverbs 5, 6, and 7. The only thing, the saving grace in that situation is I looked at that woman and I thought,
0: oh, she hates me. No, she doesn't hate you. Uh, But uh, So he he tells this whole story, and then he had to actually apologize. He said, I've hurt some people. Texas pastor apologizes after he objectified women in sermon anecdote. Did you hear that part where they were talking? Here's where it was. So he and I went to dinner. We're catching up over chips and queso, having
1: a great time. Uh,
0: And I'm craving chips and queso now.
1: And this woman walked up to us, and, and she was physically beautiful
0: everything was in the right place yeah i guess i guess (laughs) you can't say that I mean, well, he's just describing her, but he was, of course, he was the one projecting his own sexual energy onto her that she, you know, and of course, this is his story to tell. So even in the story that he had curated and written, he was trying to show the point that she was this voluptuous vixen who was there to take his heart. Very much like Adam and Eve, you know, coming in to, uh, Eve came in and tempted Adam. I don't know. I don't know, folks. So anyway, don't take my word for it. He got, I mean, people were pissed. He apologized for hurting women with his sermon. And, of course, uh, that was big news in the Baptist church community. Um, I I don't know if I pronounced his name wrong. It's Jonathan, a.k.a. J.P. Pacaluda, and he's a lead pastor of Harris Creek Baptist Church in Waco, Texas. Look, I didn't think his interview with Maddie had anything wildly egregious. They kind of both were very traditional in their opinions on dating. But it was, you know, it's always interesting when you hear people Um, have these conversations in the evangelical world just because for me, it's so far from my reality. I've never in my growing up life had conversations with people that could just spout so many Bible verses so fast. To me, it's it's almost like a competition in conversation. Like who can know the more obscure Bible verse? I don't know. If anyone wants to leave a comment on my, if anyone wants to leave a rating or review with a Bible verse that explains the Bachelor Rush Hour podcast, I would appreciate that. We got a nice review from someone in Canada. Five Star said, great podcast. This is my new favorite podcast. Dave is not only funny, but also very kind and uplifting. I love his positivity. Has also helped me see things from a different perspective. He has great content. I really love the blurbs from other podcasts. Very helpful. I highly recommend this one. Love that he doesn't have ads as well. Edit, he seems to have ads now, but I never hear them. Oh yeah, we have ads. <laughs> when that person says, I don't have ads, I was like, oh really? No, I've got ads. Um, you know, They help pay the bills. I try to keep the ads... At a at at what is industry standard, which is you know every seven to eight minutes on a short podcast, uh, you know I throw some ads in there. But if, if 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 the ads are bothering anybody, shoot me a DM on Instagram. I would not want to find out that my podcast is off-putting. But the ads, I have learned just some inside baseball with you guys. I have learned that the podcast can actually be profitable, and because of the ads. I am creating more original content around the podcast world. When I initially started Bachelor Rush Hour Podcast, I was just gonna copy and paste the audio from all of that day's videos and and bleed it in here. But because... The podcast has been something that actually has shown a demand. I mean, gosh, we got featured in Time Magazine. We were in Washington Post. Like, this is actually surprising me how good the podcast is going. And because of that, I'm trying to make it the best version, which means more original content. Okay, so let's go to some unfortunate stories here, uh, but stories worth shedding light on, and that is the Maui Wildfire Relief Funds. So I'm going to share what Oprah is doing, what The Rock had to say about it, and the charity that we are supporting, all after a quick word from our sponsors. So as we know, of course, there's been terrible wildfires in Maui, and some of our listeners, actually a good amount of our listeners, uh, have been affected And one of our Patreon members has given us the name of her church, which has housed over 300 people, and they're offering immediate aid to those and raising funds. The link to that is in the description of this podcast. So you can go check that out or go to linktree.com slash Dave Neal. It's the first link you'll pull up when you see that there's a ton of other great organizations out there right now, helping out uh, Oprah Winfrey was helping out, but news was reported that she was blocked from entering a shelter. And it was probably a story that was a little bit of miscommunication. Uh, but uh, Oprah did have some thoughts to share with us out there. I mean, these are heavy hitters When we have Oprah and the rock and just big names trying to find a way to help out above and beyond the initial rescue efforts it's important to know i mean a lot of people feel helpless well the fires had to be extinguished and we and in the initial uh finding survivors and all of that has to go on but the rebuilding process is going to take a long time here's what oprah had to say her response about the devastation in maui hey everybody
2: you know what this week has taught me is that when you don't know what to do you do whatever you can i went to visit Uh, One of the big shelters here at the War Memorial and ask people what it is they needed. And then went shopping for some things, some, you know, basic things like towels and um, sheets and (sighs) shampoo and other necessities. And uh, at some point I will make a major donation after all of the smoke and ashes have settled here, and we figure out what the rebuilding is gonna look like. This is gonna be a a long and difficult process. Um, But spending time at the shelters, I've met so many incredible people. One guy, Julius, I said, "Um, Julius, tell me what you need because his legs were covered in bandages where he had to run to escape the fire and said to me that um, he could feel his skin popping as he was running. He got out of his car because the tires were melting and he couldn't move forward and just started to run. And when I said, tell me what you need, he said, ma'am, I need nothing. My life is now my greatest gift. I have my life. Um, I've seen so many families who are sharing a cot, uh, an air mattress, and have nothing else left to their names, but they are so grateful just to have each other.
0: All right, and that was Oprah Winfrey, and the powerful words she had to say describing what is going on right now in Maui. And of course, um, you know, it's it's important that the that celebrities that have been so blessed with their platform and their wealth and all the things help out, you know, and of course, obviously, emergency relief funds that are, you know, federal aid and things are going to be well appreciated. Uh, But here's what The Rock had to say. I think he lives close
3: by. Everybody, I know that by now, all of you around the world have seen the complete destruction and devastation that has hit our Hawaiian Islands. Our island of Maui, and I'm completely heartbroken over this. And I know all of you are too. Everything that I've seen transpire over these past couple of days, everything that continues to transpire, hour by hour and minute by minute, it, it's it's all it's all heartbreaking. Thank you, guys, around the world, for all of your love and your support, and your light your prayers, thank you for sending them to the islands of Hawaii, the people of Hawaii. And for you guys who wanna donate and support in any way that you can, check the link in my bio. Uh, I'll even drop it down here in my copy. Um, I have been speaking with organizations on the ground who have boots on the ground, and um, I will continue to get as much information as possible. There's so many needs. Hey, everybody. All right.
0: And then, you know, he continues on. You can go to his Instagram to hear what else he had to say. And the organization he's promoting on Instagram is called Hawaii Community Foundation. So lots of good foundations that you can go to to help. We've got the link in ours to a church that uh, one of our members of our community is a part of. Go to linktree.com slash Dave Neal. And you can see the Maui Fire Relief Fund there. And... Our thoughts and prayers are with all of the community that has lost life, property, and we're just hoping we can help in different ways. And one of the ways we can all help is to remember to treat each other, strangers online, and people we know, and the cashier at the grocery store, to treat each other with love. And just to remember a lot of our petty grievances, Are just that petty and we watch a fun show for entertainment the bachelor we watch some of these stupid things in reality tv to make us feel like we're part of a bigger thing and to provide us some entertainment i would have said this i would have done that but what we remember is it's all silly and the things that matter in life sometimes don't reveal themselves until they're taken away and to everyone out there that's rebuilding Uh, and to all of our friends who have friends in the community just be ready be kind and donate in whichever way you can all right well that gets us to the end of today's episode it's a somber note but it's you know it's a story we're going to be following here on the channel for a very very long time and we'll see you guys this afternoon i'll be live on the youtube channel at 7 p.m east coast 4 p.m pacific for the preview one hour before tonight's episode of the bachelor bachelorette mental all and then directly after tonight's episode we'll be there as well all right folks well without further ado uh, that gets us to the end here i've been dave neal and this was bachelor rush hour